Questions change. Yeah, that's right. I'm listening to myself, listening to myself singing, listening to myself talking now. Turn off that music. I, I, you know, I just wanted to capture, I wasn't even going to do this in like regular, regular. What the fuck is regular anyway? Hey, there, earned my explicit tag in the first 52 seconds. I, I started doing the music thing at, at the beginning just on a whim. I really just wanted to capture something. I'm going to capture a feeling. Can I really capture a feeling? Can I capture a feeling? You know, you know how hard it is for us to convey to each other how we feel about things. I mean, we do our best, right? But uh, here, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. Here's what I want to capture because this is a unique moment in time right now. I had an audition today and I've been doing this for 10 years. I I've been auditioning. I started in uh, 2006 was my first uh, audition. Uh, actually, years ago, I had tried it, like before I even started doing stand-up back in the 80s. But I, I won't really count that. I really started, I got an agent, and I started taking acting classes and, and going out on auditions as an actor in 2006, January to be exact. So it's been 10 years. And I've had a number of gigs off and on since then. I had uh, the, the most significant one, I guess, if you're going to judge things by how many people saw it, was a national commercial that I did for Avis that aired during the Major League Baseball playoffs back in uh, 2009, I think, after I'd been auditioning for a few years. But the thing I did today... The audition I went out for today is something I've never been in the running for. It's it's for the voice of Jack from Jack in the Box. If I got this gig, it could potentially it could potentially be something that would last for years. And it's something that would be multiple commercial campaigns every year. Uh, I'm guessing in addition to TV, it would also be radio. But I've never had the chance to be in the running for anything like this, so I'm excited. But here, here's the part that was tempering my excitement up until about, oh, I'm looking at my watch, maybe, and I'm actually wearing a watch. I used to, for years, I, I would make the motion of looking at my wrist as if telling the time, but I hadn't worn a watch in years, but now I've got an Apple watch, and so I'm actually looking at my watch. Anyway, here's the point. In that 10 years, since I started go, going to acting classes, which I don't do anymore because it's kind of like, okay, I, 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 could I say I had enough? I learned enough, whatever. I just stopped. I did that. Uh, in acting classes, they would tell you, they, he, the acting teacher, coach, guy would tell us, you know, after you go to an audition, when you leave, just let it go. Forget about it. I've heard that from him. I've heard that on podcasts. I've heard that from a number of people who've been in the business for a long time. And I, and I, and I get it. And I've done that. 
for the most part, I've let things go, right? But here's the problem. With something like this, that could potentially be something that I could be doing for years as a regular gig, I don't want to let it go. I'm excited and I want to feel that and I am feeling that and I was feeling like I was putting a cap on that because I am a professional. And if you're a professional and you're doing this for a living or even as a hobby or a side job or, or in a, what is it, instead of a vocation, an avocation, you just let it go, right? You go to the audition, if that's all you can do, you let it go. Now, logically, I get that. I've done all that I can do. My role in this now, my part in this decision-making process is done. I mean, I'm not the one who's going to decide. I put my best foot forward today. It was fun. I did an audition. They had me do several takes, which is always a good sign because they want to see if you can take direction. And I feel like I did something different every time she asked me to do something different. She's asked me to do specific things. And I, I feel like I did that. And it felt good. And here's another thing. Here's why this would be a really cool story. I don't know if I can make it a cool story. Now, let me, let me try. It would be a cool story if I got this because I've been told, I was at least, I was told once, actually. I can count on one finger. That somebody somewhere, I don't remember specifically where it was, but just out in public, some stranger said, Hey, are, are you the guy, are you the voice of Jack from Jack in the Box? And, and they're just stuck in my head because I've never heard that. I've heard, the, I mean, I've heard the guy, the voice of Jack, the big, you know, the, the big headed guy, just the voice of the, that voice, of uh, <laughs> the big white headed guy in Jack in the Box commercials. Been playing for years, right? Well, I'd never heard it myself. I didn't think I sounded like this guy, but that stuck in my head that this stranger had asked me, do you sound, you know, are you that guy? So I, what I'm wondering, I'm kind of, I'm thanking that stranger because when I saw this uh, casting call go out on, on one of the casting websites, I can say it, what the website is. It's called Actors Access. It's one of the, one of the couple of legitimate casting websites um, that's actorsaccess.com. Anyway, I saw the uh, not notice for uh, Jack, the voice of Jack. Now, I'm, I'm not sure I would have even submitted to that, except that from years ago, some stranger planting the seed in my head that I sounded like that guy, right? So now, there was the one time that somebody told me that I sounded like him. You know when the other time was? Today, in the casting office, somebody, I don't even know what his role is, what his job is, what his task is, if he's an assistant, if, if he's also a casting director, um, but one of the people who works at the casting office that I went to today, uh, I, I, I was talking to him and he said, hey, I, this, this should be easy for you because I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard this a lot, that you sound like the guy from Jack in the Box. <laughs> and I told him, well, actually, one other time somebody told me that, but yeah, so I have been told that, and I have that stranger to thank for planting that seed in my head, because I'm not sure I would have even submitted. I, I'm repeating myself now, because that's also what I told him. So, I just think, connecting the dots, it would be kind of cool if, just out of the blue, some stranger, and I, I, I don't know, I don't think I was at a Jack in the Box at the time. Something tells me I, I was at a fast food place. 
I'm picturing it was somebody behind, even behind the counter of a Taco Bell or someplace just going, hey, are you the voice of Jack from the Jack in the Box? So here's the deal. When I did the audition, one of the cool things about this audition is that um, it wasn't one of those awkward auditions. A lot of times, I don't know if you've ever seen, if, if, if you're an actor yourself, then you know this. You know how awkward uh, auditions can be sometimes because they're not in your natural habitat, right? I mean, you're, you're going to this room and it's kind of a, generally a sterile, sterile room with a temporary table and some people in some temporary folding chairs and, and they're just staring at you, taking notes. And, and you know, sometimes the room is, is, is warm and they're welcoming and all that. That's fine. But still, it's, it's just kind of, you're just standing there in front of them and you're, and you're acting, right? It's just not really in your natural habitat. You're not really, it's not conducive to acting. And sometimes you're act, act, asked to pantomime stuff. And it's just, it's, it's, even on a good day, that's just awkward. But what was cool about this audition is it was in the same setting as the work would be done. And here, here's, what, here's what I mean. It was in front of a, a mic hanging from the ceiling. There was a glass, you know, typical thing where there's, uh, there's glass and there's a control booth. The casting director first uh, greeted me, walked me in, put me in front of the mic. In front of the mic, there's a podium with the, with the copy. And then... She walked behind the glass into the control booth, closed the door, and now she's directing from behind the control booth. I mean, this is actually how voice work is done. You've, and if, even if you're not an actor or a voice actor, you've seen this. You've seen behind-the-scenes stuff on the DVD special, right? DVD extras. And I, uh, th that's the way it's done. So it was really cool that I'm going, oh, this isn't awkward. This is actually, this is how we do this. I've, I've done it couple of voice things as well and th this is how it's done I've you know I've it's the same thing as in a recording studio as well I've, I've done some music in the recording studio and it's it's ah this is great it was fun I, I had some low-level anxiety going in as I always do because it's performing and I love performing but on the other hand I also am relieved when it's done uh, but it was great uh, I can take with a grain of salt when she told me, oh, that was great, that was good, whatever, because they're, they're going to say that, they're going to be polite. But here was one moment that I enjoyed, is after I did my first take, she said, she said, wow, that, that was good. It was, it was, you know, how, how did she say, she said, I can't remember how she led into it, but she went, how, how did we find you? And I just, I just like the way she asked, like, how did we find you? Like, it was, uh, that's me seem more genuine than just, just, than just the usual Oh, that was good. Yeah, thank you. That was good. Uh, she went, How did we find you? And I, so I told her, I said, well, uh, I just, I self-submitted. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm represented by Shaman Freitas in San Diego, but I, I self-submitted on Actors Access. And she went, wow, okay. But I just, I liked that she asked, how did we find you? Somehow I've never been asked that question before. So I, I just, I don't know, that struck me as um, more of a genuine thing than the, Kind of the obligatory, hey, that was good. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Uh, so like I said, I did, I did a number of takes and it was good. And I just, I felt good about it. And then asked, afterwards she asked me because, because you know, when I told her that I'm represented uh, by my agent in San Diego, she asked, oh, so you drove up here from there? So like, yeah, well, I live in North County. Uh, so she knew about North County because she mentioned Carlsbad and she has some friends down there and it's beautiful down there. Okay, great. And so then I gave my, one of my canned answers about this is I said, you know, the thing about, thing about living in North County of San Diego is 
you know, it takes an hour and a half to two hours to get up here. And I mean, I know because I've lived in L.A. before that you can you can live in Santa Monica and it can take you like two hours just to get across town to Studio City, right? So I, I have that answer stuck in my head for people, you know, uh, prepared ahead of time because a lot of times in L.A. they think that you're if you live down in San Diego, you're not going to be able to make it up to do your job. It's like, well, where I live really has nothing to do with it. Of course, if I live in Nebraska, it would be hard to make it to work on time, but I live in San Diego, North County. It seriously takes like just as much time to get to where I need to go up in LA as sometimes it takes somebody who lives in LA to get there. Anyway, uh, and she asked, she asked, so you'd be okay if you, uh, you'd be okay with the travel? I said, oh yeah, should, uh, that would be a, a nice, <laughs> what do you, you file that under nice problem to have. I have driven much further for less. In fact, I used to go up to LA every week for a while when I was compelled to do so. I would drive to from San Diego up to the uh, improv on Melrose, which is really just a couple blocks away from where I had the audition today. I was driving up there every week for three minutes of stage time. In fact, a lot of times I was driving up every week for no minutes of stage time because there was a lottery just to get a fucking spot and sometimes I didn't get a fucking spot and sometimes I got a spot at 2 a.m. just before closing time or like 1.55 a.m. where it was just me performing to the sound guy at that point. So would I be willing to drive from San Marcos to Santa Monica to be the voice of Jack in the Box? However many times a year I would have to do that? Uh, yeah. And especially when you factor in that it's a union job, which means, you know, there's residuals involved. And it's not that I, you know, totally do this for the money because I, you know, I've, I've done a lot of things uh, performing wise for free. But let's, let's, let's face it. What's one of the ideal things in life? It's doing something you love and getting paid for it. Ain't that nice? Yes, it is. So. I guess the whole point, God, have I, have I taken a breath in the last 15 minutes? I'm excited and I want to be excited and I want to feel this excitement because until they tell me otherwise, until a number of days pass or weeks go by, I don't know. Generally with commercials, they decide really fast, uh, but I don't know if they're going to make the decision fast in this case because it's they're hiring somebody to, to you know, be the voice of the franchise for a number of years. So... Maybe it won't turn around as quickly as, as commercials normally do. But here's the point. Until I'm told otherwise, until a number of days or weeks pass, I want to be excited. I am excited. I shouldn't say I want to be excited. I am excited. I'm not going to hold it back anymore. This whole idea that, oh, you got to let it go and don't get all wrapped up in it and don't get your hopes up and all that bullshit. I'm excited because this is, uh, in, in the 10 years that I've been going out on auditions, this is the closest I've come to something like this, where it's, you know, a franchise voice. It's, uh, I mean, and, and, I, and I don't want to say this is iconic in the sense of like, um, uh, I can't even think of an icon off the top of my head, but, but come on. I mean, it's, it's somebody that most people have heard of. If you ask people, hey, have you heard of the voice of Jack from Jack in the Box? I think most people would say yes. So for, they were looking for somebody who's a voice match, and apparently... I'm close enough of a voice match. I really didn't even put on a voice or a character. I just uh, did kind of a heightened version, pretty much like what you're hearing now, only maybe a little bit higher, you know, just like 
hey, get a jumbo. I don't want to try to impersonate. I'm not going to try to impersonate myself, but uh, basically, I'm just doing my voice, and I just think it sounds close enough. And apparently, they agreed because today was a callback. And for those of you who don't know what a callback is, it means that you've auditioned. First of all, even just to get an audition means that they've weeded out people. Uh, I submitted, and who knows how many hundreds of people submitted for this. Considering it's this big of a gig, I'd say a lot. <laughs> you know, that's that's a rough estimate. A lot. Uh, so uh, so then I auditioned. But the, the audition was, uh, luckily, I didn't have to drive up there twice. Because the, the, uh, the audition was done by uh, remote control. <laughs> I... I did a recording. They called it uh, EcoCast. At least that's the brand name. Oh, sorry for the scratchy sound against my beard. I'm using my earbud microphone, and it's I know it scrapes against my beard sometimes. But uh, here is, oh, where was I on this? Uh, EcoCast. Yeah, so the point is, today was a callback. First of all, I got the audition, which was a big enough deal because they don't, you know, when you submit, when you submit, you have to submit to a lot of stuff to even get an one audition. So I submitted, they asked me to audition, I did audition, and then they called me up to go in person today. Now that's the signal that you are at least in the ballpark. They don't call you in for a callback unless they say, hey, yes, you sound close enough to this guy. They're looking for a voice and an attitude match for the voice of Jack. They don't want to just totally start with a, a totally different sounding voice. They specifically said, we want a voice match and an attitude match. So I went in with pretty much just my voice and my attitude, just a little more commercially, kind of, you know. Um, but basically, it's just my voice. So the beauty thing of that is, uh, if I do end up getting the gig, it would be, I don't have to try to remember some character voice because I'm not really that good at holding a character for a long period of time. Doing stand-up for all these years, I could do characters in short little bursts. I could go, hey, look, I'm doing this character, and then I'm done. You know, if I try to do that character for any period of time, it's going to turn into another character. <laughs> I'd be done, right? So that's another cool thing about this. If, they, if, if that stranger from years ago is right, and this guy in the casting office today is right, my voice pretty much is just the close enough to the voice of Jack where I would just be doing my voice. So I would just be dialing it up, dialing it up or down a little bit or slower or faster. Just, you know, that's what they do when they direct you. They ask you to, they just tweak you a little bit, but uh, basically it's just my voice. So kind of be a cool gig to just say, hey, I'm getting paid as a spokesperson for a major brand fast food brand just to be doing my voice I I think I could kind of hang with that I'm I'm happy I'm happy just to be in the running and I I hope I have some good news to report to myself and whoever might be listening to this uh sometime in the near future but if not you know what it feels good right now that's what I wanted to record and this is what I am recording is just it feels good right now and I'm going to let myself feel good right now and I'm going to stop this at at 20 minutes give or take and it feels good it's okay to feel good get excited enjoy yourself right fucking a right good night (laughs) 
Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do